It's time for a long-awaited return of those kid superheroes. Stay tuned. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. There's something special about this time of year, equally far from the frost of winter and the suffocating humidity of summer. Spring is here. Perfect time for a neighborhood walk in the sun, reading and writing on the front porch while a cool breeze blows by, kite flying on the path and standing up to a political machine that is bent on the destruction of all that is good and right. Yes, the work of the West Virginia legislature has at last come to a close. If kids like you, listeners, ran the world, all would be a better place. Kids are smarter, kinder, more imaginative, overall fairer. It's in your nature. We're born good. Kids have yet to be influenced by those that use their power to harm when they could help. Be helpers, young ones. Grow to drive out the forces of darkness that seek positions of power just so they can pit one against another, just so they can spread prejudice, just so they can build walls. Love each other. Pound that prejudice into submission and tear down those walls. Get out there and enjoy spring, too. We are having the most lovely weather here in West Virginia of late. I just can't be outside enough, it seems, these days. I hope you get some fun outside time in, too. Soak up that sun. Dance in the orange haze of a gorgeous sunset. And scream. 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 I'm Professor Theo. Welcome to the lab. Kid superhero fans, wait no longer. Soup Fest is here. Kid superheroes and the not-so-super Soup Fest. Five years ago, the Read Me a Bedtime Story newspaper column debuted on the pages of the Ashland Beacon newspaper with the action-packed tale of Buck versus the Great Chili Monster. It's the same tale that kicked off this podcast just over two and a half years ago. Since then, kid superhero Buck Travers has steadily worked his way up from first grade to fifth grade and has amassed a large group of fellow kid superhero friends. But the Chili Monster has made friends too, all while biding its time and planning revenge. It was a seemingly normal day at Splendid Elementary. Math problems were puzzled over and solved. Paragraphs about presidents were written. A parachute was played with in gym class. The sounds of children singing 
echoed from the music classroom down a hallway decorated with bright, bubbly, imaginative artwork. The cooks were hard at work preparing for Soup Fest, a once-a-year celebration of all things soup, their tantalizing spices tickling at the noses and teasing the tummies of hungry youngsters. Buck didn't like the smell. In it, he caught something familiar. Chili? Yuck, Buck said, displeased. Why chili? His friend Tracy tried to cheer him up. Oh, come on, I love Soup Fest. Just stay away from the chili if you don't like it. They have plenty of other options. In the lunchroom, Sweaty, the cook, and yes, that is a most unfortunate name for a culinary master, was stirring the biggest pot of chili anyone had ever seen. It must have held a dozen gallons of the stuff, maybe more. Sweaty was puzzled, though. Things still bubbling hot. I turned it off the heat long ago, and it's just getting hotter. Potato soup's ready to go, Sweaty's pal and kitchen partner Sneezy cut in. And yes, Sneezy is perhaps an even worse name for a cook than Sweaty, but what are you going to do? Spicy tortilla, too. Broccoli and cheese? Terrific. Lunchtime arrived, and throngs of ravenous youngsters ran to the cafeteria to dig in. What awaited them stopped each cold in their tracks. The soups had come to life. Large, dripping, gooey creatures. The sinister spud. The broccoli and cheese wizard. The spicy tortilla tormentor had unexpectedly materialized out of the large batches of soup that those hard-working cooks had been laboring over all morning. But these three weren't the only creatures born of soup come to life that day. They were led by a villain kid superhero Buck Travers knew all too well. The Great Chili Monster. The piling ooze of tomatoes, beans, and beef, brown and red, ambled toward Buck. I've been waiting a long time for vengeance, young Buck. Buck didn't relent. It's a good thing you brought friends this time, chili monster, because I have picked up a few along the way myself. Fellow Kid Supers Tracy Thompson, Nick Newton, and Mandy Magic were at his side. You know them well. Quickly, Miss Lyon, Miss Robinson, Miss Bermuda, the teachers on cafeteria duty that day, ushered as many kids away to safety as possible, while our heroes and villains squared up against one another. The battle was on. Sinister Spud lunged for Mandy Magic, who promptly used her powers of teleportation to vanish and reappear behind the potato-brothed beast. You missed me, she spouted, distracting Spud long enough that Nick Newton was able to capture it in one of his super-strong force-field bubbles. Yes, Nick celebrated. Take it down the road to the middle schoolers with lots of spoons 
Mandy commanded. They'll eat anything. Sinister Spud screamed, No! as Nick rolled it away. Three to go. Tracy Thompson's super strength was little match to beasts made mostly of liquid. They kept slipping away from her, burning her skin, singeing it in the process. Buck's super speed kept him safer, but he wasn't gaining any ground. The spicy tortilla tormentor, true to its name, was bullying wee ones left and right, splashing teachers and staff along the way. Tracy followed it close behind, trying to come up with any advantage she could muster. Meanwhile, the broccoli and cheese wizard proved a worthy foe for Mandy Magic as they squared off with similar wizarding might. That left Buck face to face with the great chili monster, a battle the fifth grader was initially losing. In another part of the school, Tracy finally got the attention of the simmering hot tormentor. And it was after her now, chasing her down the hall and outside of the building, onto the playground. Come on, follow me, Tracy whispered to herself. The spicy tortilla tormentor was obsessed with catching up with her, capturing her, and helping put an end to Splendid's kid superheroes. So obsessed that it didn't think to consider that it was pouring rain outside. Cold, early spring rain that made a, a running Tracy's teeth chatter. It did far worse to the tormentor, though. The villain cooled, slowly losing strength, and began to get smaller, its parts breaking down, diminished slowly but surely in the heavy rainfall. Soon there was no tortilla soup monster left at all, its parts washed away on the hopscotch-decorated pavement. Two down, two to go. Tracy came back and joined Buck in his battle with the great chili monster. Nick had returned and fought alongside Mandy. Tracy tried to get the giant pile of chili to follow her outside into the rain, but it didn't take the bait like the spicy tortilla had. On the other side of the cafeteria, Nick briefly captured the broccoli and cheese wizard in his force field, but it instantly magicked itself free. That won't work on me, it snarled. The kid superheroes outnumbered their foes two to one, but it didn't seem to matter. Buck, Tracy, Mandy, and Nick were taking most of the punishment now. It looked like these villainous soups might win the day. Then two things happened that would turn the tide against these soup-fest creations. Fourth grade, talented and gifted teacher Miss Lyon appeared. If you remember from previous Earth Day episodes of the podcast, Miss Lyon has the ability to literally transform into a lion, a real lion which she did at that point in the splendid elementary school cafeteria. For the first time, the great chili monster seemed frightened, as did the giant pile of broccoli and cheese that appeared at its side. Now we could use someone with a lion's appetite right about now, Tracy remarked. Miss Lion roared. The four kid superheroes were grouped together now, Mandy tapped the others on the shoulder and whispered, You know what has an even bigger appetite than a lion? she asked. 
and pointed to the cafeteria entrance. Middle schoolers. Dozens, if not hundreds of middle schoolers, each with a spoon in hand, entered the cafeteria, hunger in their eyes. They collectively stormed the beasts, as did Miss Lyon. Let's just say it wasn't a pretty sight. But in no time at all, every last bite of the remnants of Soup Fest was gone. Sometimes kid superheroes only get you part of the way to a happy ending. Sometimes you need a bunch of starving middle school students and a teacher that can literally transform into a chilly, hungry lion. And there's only one place you can find all these things. Right here in splendid West Virginia. The kid superheroes' superpowers did come in handy when it came to cleaning up the soup fest cafeteria mess. And for that, Sweaty and Sneezy and the school's stellar janitorial staff were quite appreciative. All had returned to normal. Everyone was safe back in their classrooms. Everyone but Buck and Tracy, the two kid superheroes who started it all five years ago way back in first grade. Tracy spoke. She said, You know, Buck, this is probably our final adventure here, the old splendid elementary. We'll be off to middle school soon. And she said this with a sense of nostalgia that would make you think she's going to miss the good old days of battling enemies in those splendid elementary school halls. Buck nodded and smiled and thought about it. And he said, You're probably right. And who knows what middle school has in store for us. But a few feet away, around a corner, unbeknownst to Buck and Tracy, Miss Bermuda listened in on their conversation, and she whispered quietly, menacingly, to herself, You haven't made it to middle school yet, young ones. And you haven't faced your most dangerous nemesis yet. But it's coming soon. They don't call me Brandy Bermuda for nothing. You ever heard of the Bermuda Triangle? The end. For now, young ones. That's all for this week. Come back next week for a visit from Crocodile Bojangles and an Earth Day acrostic poem. Until then, have a wild and wonderful and weird week. Be helpers. Hello, this is Rissy Joy again. You've been listening to Professor Theo's Mystery Lab, which is written and read by my adorable husband, Jonathan Joy. And Levi Joy. Thank you for rating and reviewing this podcast on iTunes. Please continue to spread the word. Also, consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. You can email our family at theprofessortheo at gmail.com or tweet at us at Theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening. Fear not, for tomorrow is Pizza Fest! <laughs>